Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. I often use the term that we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. What does that really mean? What does it mean to be spiritual? What is our physical human experience? How to differentiate between the two? In my experience, understanding this has really helped me know that I'm okay, whether I feel okay or not. And it really helped me see that whatever happens in life, I am going to be okay. Let's dive in and find out what this means for you. How can you know you're going to be okay, whatever happens? I use the phrase a lot that we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. But what does that really mean? I grew up in quite a Christian environment. And I recall myself a Christian and I got head involved in the church. And I thought I was spiritual. But to be honest, looking back, I... I struggled, I knew at the time I really struggled to to experience God, whatever God is, whatever God is for you, for me. Sometimes the word God puts people off. I don't mean God in the Christian or the religious sense. And for some people it is that, for me, I mean the energy behind life. Whatever that is, I'm just not sure we truly understand it. And I think people, humans try to understand it and through religion they put their understanding of what they think that is but I think we get back to the essence behind life I think it actually it's formless and we live in this world of form and I think it's beyond our human comprehension in many ways and I think that's why you know, Jesus taught in parables because it's not something the essence of life, the energy behind life, it can't be written down as a set of rules in a way. It's an experience. It's something we have to experience from within ourselves. Something clicks within us. It's almost our essence of God connects to something bigger than us. Our spiritual self connects to the spiritual energy of life. And that's what I struggled with. I was so in my head. I was such a warrior. I never got kind of silent prayer. I never got that sense of connecting to something bigger than me. I guess I loved the idea of it and I really craved that and I believed it was there, but didn't really experience it. And I, over the years, I can really have begun to see, begin to see, and I see it in others talking to others, they kind of relate to this, that I think we create our experience of this energy behind life based on our experience of our parents. So, you know, unconditional love. I believe this energy behind life is unconditional love. But often that's not something we experience in our physical world because 
all parents, and no, no parents are perfect. And often as a child, the experience of love where you have is not completely unconditional, which is understandable. Some people have a more conditional experience of love than others. I know my mum loved me unconditionally. Everything our parents do is motivated by, motivated by love and they do the best they can with the resources they have available based on their own life experiences. My mum was really strict. She suffered from anxiety, depression. She had very high expectations of us. She became an alcoholic and there's all sorts of complexities within that that as a child and the receiving end of that behaviour, as a child you think it's you. So I start to think maybe I'm not good enough. It's just something wrong with me. And we start to think the love is conditional. I need to do the right thing to feel loved. And to be honest, I grew up in a Christian environment that talked about a God of unconditional love. All I could see were these conditions, these rituals, these things you had to do. And it wasn't a really unconditional love because it talked about judgment a lot. So, yeah, for me, unconditional love, there's no judgment. The opposite in a love, I think, is judgment. Love, true love, is not judging. So my experience of, of if there is an essence behind life came from the experiences of my parents, the church. And for me, when I say the word God or Mother Nature, the divine, it's, for me, it's a... It's a loving energy behind life. The energy that hangs life together. The name was a shawl of fish to swim together and know what to do. The name was a cut to heal itself and know what to do. And it took me a long time to, before I really experienced that. And it started by me recognising it was my thinking, my busy mind that stopped me experiencing that. I guess in the same way when you talk to a friend or someone and sometimes you feel really connected to them. Sometimes you really get a sense of what they're talking about in that moment. You're hearing beyond the words. You can sense what their soul is communicating in that moment. You feel really connected in that moment. In those moments we have a quiet mind. In those moments I'd say it's our soul connecting to their soul. Our spiritual self connecting to their spiritual self. And it's the same with, for me, the energy behind life. My busy mind stopped me really hearing it, sensing it. And it wasn't until I learned to quieten my mind, and not by tools and techniques, by really understanding the nature of our thoughts, the nature of our feelings, but also the nature of our well-being, that we are okay. Because a lot of our busy mind is trying to find a way of do the things or be the way to be okay. And when I began to, began to realise, no, I am okay. I began to not give my thoughts so much attention. It created a greater space between the thoughts. And I was in a talk, and I was in a, it's kind of it was a a conference and a lot of speakers talking about the essence of life and nature of thought and a lot of people having these kind of quite emotional experiences really connecting to something big beyond them and it's very healing and loving 
And I sat there thinking, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, yeah, but why? I, I want to experience their having. I want to really be touched in my heart and my soul to really know I am okay, to, to taste, to experience this loving energy of life. And I was with a friend and I was a trained hypnotherapist at the time and she said, well, you know to quiet your mind. Just be. Don't try and get it. Don't listen with your head, your cognitive thinking. Just be, as if it's a meditation. And that was really helpful to realise I was trying too hard to get something from the talk, to have this experience. So the next talk, I just listened with a quiet mind, not trying to get anything. It was almost like listening to a meditation. And I don't know why, but I started to cry. I couldn't tell you what the words were that were really speaking to me. But I knew the words, the speaker was pointing towards something beyond us. And I could really begin to sense that feeling of love that's beyond us. And it surprised me. It wasn't what I expected. I guess I wasn't sure what I expected. I expected I might feel a, a, a hug from someone. But what I really felt was self-compassion. I felt that I was okay despite my, I guess, human failings, my human errors. I've let people down, I've hurt people, I've not been perfect, I've made mistakes, and I've always felt like a, you know, either failure or fraud in some way, not good enough. And I just felt I was okay in that moment. I didn't need to be perfect. I was striving to, I guess, for perfection. I didn't need to be perfect. That I was loved and lovable for who I was. Warts and all. There's a self-compassion. I guess I didn't realise how unconsciously for so many years I've been hard on myself. And suddenly I was being kind to myself. Suddenly in that moment there was that self-love, self-compassion. And I began to really feel into that energy that's beyond us. I was really touching this spiritual part of us, our soul, that is love, that does love us does have self-compassion, does know we're okay. This part of us that's beyond our human experience. And I truly believe we're made of that energy of life. We're made of it, we're part of it. We can't fall out of love with it. It delights in loving us. And then we are human. This is not about pursuing a completely spiritual life, being this Zen Buddhist master, because A, that's impossible, but also life be really, really boring. We can't not have human experiences. It's the way we're designed to be. But it's about seeing them for what they are, our human experience. And when my father died, I'd never known grief like it. But I had this kind of duality, this dichotomy where 
I could feel this grief, but also know I was okay. It was quite a strange experience. It allowed me to feel the grief, not be scared of it, and feel it fully. Well, in the past, I'd avoided it. It allowed me to embrace it, not be scared of it. I know it's my human experience, but deep down I knew it was going to be okay. Life was going to be different from that point, not worse, but just different. And it was okay to feel sad. I didn't have to take any meaning from it. And I guess that's what I mean, how a spiritual being is having a physical experience, a human experience. It's about embracing both. It's about embracing both. I think too long I was trying to find the answer purely in the physical, my conscious, logical, cognitive mind. A lot of psychology is focused around behavioural psychology, cognitive behavioural kind of type psychology. It's treating us as a 100% human, actually a lot of behavioural psychology is trying to treat us like a monkey, but we're not monkeys. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. I think the other end of the scale, there's a lot of spiritual psychology that forgets we're actually also human. We're both. We begin to embrace both parts of us. I think, for me, that helps me know I'm okay, whether I feel okay or not. It helps me know that even though I don't feel okay, doesn't mean I'm not okay. If I feel disconnected to that energy of life, doesn't mean I'm not still made of it, I'm part of it. I'm only ever one thought away from being back into connection with it. I'm a big fan of meditation, but I don't do meditation to quieten my mind. I use meditation to enjoy my quiet mind, to enjoy its connection with its energy of life, to bask in it, to rest in it, to be in it. You're a spiritual being having a physical experience. Your soul knows you're going to be okay. Your soul is part of this energy of life that's got your back. It's kind, it's loving. It's got your back. It delights in filling you. It doesn't require anything from you. It doesn't make anything that needs to prove itself. All those human things we pick up along the way often. Your soul knows you're okay. Your soul is part of something bigger. This energy of life loves and delights in being with you, loving you, filling you. Loving you.